Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spiegel. We are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is Top Reasons Why to Consider Using a Conversion Rate Optimization Company. Today's guest is a conversion rate optimization expert, author, speaker, entrepreneur, Siri, senior executive, and team leader. He brings more than 25 years of sales and marketing experience to his role at SiteTuners, where he is responsible for driving revenue growth, establishing and nurturing partner relationships, and creating value for SiteTuners' broad customer base. A big welcome to Marty Greif. Hi, Marty. Hi, Andy. Thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Great. Well, we're excited to have you on. Now, before we get into how you guys are helping your customers, let me ask, what are some of the biggest and most common mistakes that you see websites making with their landing pages that will negatively affect conversion? Oh, that's simple. And we see this over and over and over again. Um, Let's start with the fact that we're people, we're all human, which means we're actually animals, which means we're selfish, all right? We are truly selfish. So what do websites do? They talk all about themselves without worrying about what the visitor wants. Jokingly, we refer to that as the opera school of marketing. It's like, me, 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 it's all about me. I don't care about you. Just give me your money. You know, so, you know, all these websites always focus on what they want to tell people instead Mm -hmm. of answering the problem that the visitors actually have. So what are some of the changes that you will make to a website where you'll see the the biggest impact on conversion? Well, we apply the three questions to a website or to a web page. And when somebody lands on a website, they ask themselves three questions. Am I in the right place? How do I feel about this site? And what am I supposed to do here? So the am I in the right place question, Andy, that's really somewhat dependent upon the upstream messaging. So if the upstream messaging uses very specific words, when you get to the landing page, it should use those same words, not something similar, not something related, the same words, because you have to design the website as if your visitor was lazy and or stupid. And I'm really sorry to say that, but but don't make people think when they get there, am I in the right place? Let's say, you know, iPads were promised, iPads were delivered, insurance was promised, insurance was delivered. Whatever you're offering, make sure it matches. The how do I feel about it question um, is is a little uh, harder because there's different types of trust, testimonials. You know what, Andy, let me ask you a question. You know what the biggest trust symbol on the face of the planet is? Probably testimonials. Interesting enough, we've tested it and testimonials come right up there, but the biggest trust symbol on the face of the planet is a phone number. 
a phone number really? in the top right hand corner on a, on a web page or at the click to call icon on mobile is the biggest trust factor because real companies don't hide their phone numbers. Now, some massive companies might hide their phone numbers in the footer because they don't really want phone calls. So if you're Apple or Amazon, Amazon you can get right. away with it. But if it's you and me, buddy, we have to have our phone number front and center. Interesting. Now, have you ever come across a website where you're like, you guys need to replatform? What you're using just, just doesn't work. So there's replatforming and redesigning. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, replatforming is done when they're on some really outdated um, platform like Joomla or something just bizarre, or they've got, um, they've got, uh, you know, maybe a WordPress site, but they're using some really strange builders or, or something that it's just slowing the site down and, and weird. Now, redesigning happens fairly often, all right, because they've basically, like I said, done the, you know, me, me, me thing. And so you need to redesign it to make it for the visitor. But even then, we prefer not to redesign or even replatform to start with. We always want to understand the user intent, figure out why the people are there, and, and then maybe test a little bit. And then once we do that, we know, okay, this is what we need to do next. Fair enough, Andy? Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, one of the topics that I've really been going into this year is for companies on how much of their resources they should focus on increasing acquisition, increasing um, uh, compared to how much of their resources on improving the customer experience. Where do you fall on that? Oh, that's simple. All right, um, conversion rate optimization, optimizing your site so your conversion rate goes up is the gift that keeps on giving. So let me give you an example. Let's say, and I'll just use simple numbers. Let's say for the sake of argument, the website does a million dollars a month and they want to increase by 50%. Whatever their ad budget is, and let's say their ad budget was 500,000 for sake of argument. To increase by 50%, they'd have to spend another 250,000 every month this month, next month, the following month. But if their conversion rate was 1% and you increase it to 1.5%, guess what? Instead of spending 750 next month, they still get to spend that same 500,000. So conversion rate optimization is the gift that keeps on giving. First, you fix your site, then you drive traffic because what conversion rate optimization does is basically exponential to every other marketing thing they do. Now, are there any key metrics that you focus on that shows the ROI that's um, associated with conversion rate optimization? Oh, absolutely. So uh, the, the ROI is all based upon um, uh, profit um, and customer lifetime value. You know, if you know what your profit is, then it just becomes an, uh, you know, a math equation. To get there, however, the things that we focus on is we focus on, um, in the old days, bounce rate, although with uh, GA4, we're moving from bounce rate to engagement rate. And if you look at those, those are directly related to conversion rates. And so if you measure conversion rates, lifetime value, average order value, um, and this works whether it's a lead gen site, a subscription site, or an e-commerce site, it doesn't matter. The math always works. How much when you're running tests for clients, you're changing messaging, changing this, how many things do you test on a page at one time? 
It depends. Uh, and people hate the it depends answer, but it, um, it really does. If if the page is really, really good already, uh-huh. then we might be chain- testing one thing. We might be testing uh, a flow. We might be testing some messaging. But if the page is, is a complete disaster, then we just do a replacement test because we know we'll take wild swings and it'll get big results. So it really depends on the starting point. Uh, and and I hate to give it a depends answer, but it's the reality. Sorry. And how much traffic does it take to to make a test statistically relevant? It's actually not a traffic issue. It's a con- it's a conversion um, um, issue. So you need to have a certain number of conversion actions per day. So if I'm getting a sale, for sake of argument, or let's do Legion for a second, because we already talked about sales. So if I get ten leads a day off of my website then I need to have a minimum of 10 leads a day per device type. And in a perfect world, per channel. So 10 from Mm -hmm. organic, 10 from uh, social media, 10 from whatever. And you can test with 10 conversion actions a day, let's say on mobile, organic, you know, whatever, that test will probably run about uh, a month. The more traffic, not more traffic, the more conversion actions you get per day, the quicker you can get the significance and the more options you can have. You might not just do an A-B test, you could do an A-B-C, an A-B-C-D test and so on. So it's all about the conversion actions. And if they don't have enough conversions a day, they can actually test on micro conversions, which are, I get from this stage in the process to the next. So I'm on the home page, I get to the category page, right? I get from the category page to the product page. So each one of those gets me further along. And as long as I have a minimum of 10 conversion actions per day, per device type, and in a perfect world per channel, you're good. Now, what are you using to run these tests? What software? So the software basically depends on what the client already has. You know, if if they don't have anything, then we're going to recommend that they they pick something like a, a, a visual website optimizer or potentially an optimizely, or it, it just depends on what they're trying to accomplish. We also yeah. really like you know, I guess what, what I was getting into is like with oh. Google Optimizer sunsetting, right? How does that affect your your testing? Were you oh, using oh, that okay. or no? Or? Well, we were. I mean, so Google Optimize was great because for the majority of clients, it was free and, and it did pretty much everything they needed. I do believe that with GA4, there will be a new something from Google. You know, I don't know when it'll be or what exactly it'll be, but there will be a replacement. They're, they're not giving up on it. I, I'm guessing it just didn't work with GA4. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, there's plenty of alternatives. So what are some of those alternatives that somebody could look at if they're so panicking? visual website off? Yeah, visual website optimizer VWO, or I think it's VWO.com. Optimizely, we've been using them for years and years and years. And I believe it's optimizely.com. And and there's a bunch of others that are out there that are that are also good. And there's A B Tasty. I mean, the list is huge, right? Yeah. So, now, if somebody was looking to hire a conversion rate optimization company what would be some important questions they would want to ask them? Well, you know, and that's interesting. And this is going to be counterintuitive because obviously I run a conversion rate optimization agency, but we believe that conversion rate optimization is kind of strategic and it's something you should do in-house. And you should only hire an agency if you don't know what you should do and will the agency teach you on what to do going forward. 
or if you don't have enough resources to do it, or if you've run out of ideas because ideation can take a toll on people. So we believe it's strategic. And so if they really need a, a conversion rate optimization agency, make sure they're going to do knowledge transfer so that it's like, you know, yeah, I can give you a fish, but if I teach you how to fish, you'll eat forever, right? Hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, yeah, no, that's a very unique answer because that definitely seems to would shorten your engagement with the company. Yeah, it does. But I believe what goes around comes around. And at the end of the day, we got great references and people recommend us left and right because we always do the right thing by people. I, I don't know. It seems to me to be not just the right thing to do, but good business. Maybe I'm just confused, Andy. <laughs> now, so if somebody is running it in-house, what, I guess, where should they even start? I mean, what, where where do you even begin to, to test? I mean, are you testing product pages? Are you testing, I mean, where do you start? So the first place to start is actually not on the website. The first place to start is, is gaining executive sponsorship within the organization, because I, I, we've actually seen this where you have a winning test um, and the winning test would generate more money. And some executive says, no, we're just going to leave it alone. This actually happened to us with a very large company, a billion dollar company that the uh, the test on the landing page increased their revenue by 38 million per year. And the executive says, no, nah, I, I just, I like it the way it is. Wow. Really? Yeah. So I, I know that's crazy, but executive sponsorship and getting people to, to be part of the team and celebrate testing and celebrate wins is more important than picking a specific thing on a website. Now, once you do that, you want to you want to understand why people are coming to your website and test things that make it easier for people to take action. Okay. Make sure your calls to action stand out. Make sure you've got trust on the page. Um, make sure that your value proposition is clear, you know, things like that. Hello there, this is Andy. I wanted to take a quick break from the show and talk to you for just a minute about the new golden ticket program that I've introduced inside Make Each Click Count University. I know it sounds fancy, right? But what's the golden ticket all about? Each month, members of Make Each Click University receive a golden ticket that they can use to access any of our certified courses. Certified courses include courses on Facebook, Google Ads, Pinterest, SEO, and more. Look, if you are looking to grow your business by either adding a new marketing channel or by optimizing an existing marketing channel just like an expert, then this program is for you. Perhaps you're looking to train someone on your team or you're looking for a career in digital marketing. Well, either way, this program is the program you've been waiting for. In addition, when you become a member to Make Each Click County University, you'll get immediate access to all of our in-house courses, timely training videos, access to all three of my books, and access to our monthly mastermind meeting. All this at a recently reduced price. So go on over to www.makeeachclickcountuniversity.com for all the details and sign up. I guarantee it's going to be the best decision you make today. Now, back to the show. Now, you've been in the space for quite a while. I think in the bio, it said 25 years. So I'm, I'm curious, have there been any business books that have um, inspired you on your journey? Well, there are two books that have inspired me, and then I wrote a book. All right. So I'm the author of something called True Connections, Relationship Marketing in the Digital World. But but there's not a plug for my book. I will plug actually two other books that have made a major change in my life. Okay. And you're going to think these are crazy. But um, the first one is Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People, because it's all about understanding human behavior. And frankly, 
That's what we do on the web. If you understand people, your website experience that you create will be better. The other one is what women want men to know by Dr. Beverly DeAngelis. Um, that completely changed my life. And hmm. I read that book, it's gotta be 20 years ago. Um, and what was interesting about it, at the time I was VP of uh, sales and marketing for uh, you know a software company, had a large team. And I read this book and the book was, I don't know, 400 pages. And I got through the first 70 pages of it. And I went, you gotta be kidding me. You know, women can't be this dysfunctional. And then I read a little further and I went, oh my God, men can't be this dysfunctional. And it turns out we're all dysfunctional, right? You know, but the way it was set up is like, first they talked about women, then they talked about men. And I went, oh my God, we really don't communicate. It's basically um, similar to like a men are from Mars, women are from Venus, but, but for anybody to read without being turned off, it was an outstanding book. And I apply those principles in our marketing, as crazy as that sounds. You know, let's let's flip the page and talk about site tuners a bit. What sure. uh, what are you offering clients, um, and how is it working? Well, um, the first thing we do is people come to our website and they 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 sign up for a thirty minute consultation with one of my team members. Sometimes it's even me, and we look at their website and we don't sell them anything. We actually just look at their site and tell them things they could do to would immediately increase their revenue, right, and their conversion rate. And you might say, well. Again, that doesn't sound reasonable. Why would you do that? I'm a firm believer. What goes around comes around. You, you do these things. And then people say things to me like, oh, my God, if that's what they do for free, imagine what happens if we pay you, right? And so at that stage, we then look at their analytics. We figure out, can we get them a lift or not? And if we can get them a lift that's sustainable, um, then we potentially engage 90% of the time on a retainer basis because there's always new things to, to optimize and improve. Sometimes we'll do a pilot project, which could be a test, pro, you know, testing or a design or a funnel. But every every client's a little different. So we, you know what sets us apart? We listen. It's that simple. We just listen. It's like, what problem are you trying to solve? And then we give them free advice. Now, do you have a favorite success story of a client you could share? Interesting. So... My favorite is probably um, something we did for a, a small family-run business. They uh, they uh, they came to us, and their conversion rate was okay. It was an e-commerce business, and they just they just I didn't even know it was an e-commerce site. It looked like a blog when I looked at it. I mean, I was so confused. Anyway, when we redesigned it for them their conversion rate went up by 277%. Now, let's be realistic. That's not normal. That's just one of my favorites because we were able to help people then it really mattered to them. You know, normally you do tests, you get 5% here, 10% there. A big test would be 30%. You don't normally see hundreds of percent, right? But their site was so confusing that we basically redid it and and tripled basically their their conversion rate and their revenue. So we're pretty proud of that. Have you ever had an instance where you think, man, this is an ugly site and you, you redo it for, for conversion optimization and it doesn't work? Um, I'll actually go a step further than that. So years ago, I tested uh, uh, cart pages. 
and we tested a really beautiful cart page versus what came directly out of the payment processor, which was one of the most god-awful, ugly things I'd ever seen in my life. It was hard to use, and it was convoluted. And don't you know, ugly one? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing, right? So then yeah. we dug deeper. Like, why would ugly win versus beautiful? It's because ugly was trusted by people. Beautiful was too slick. Mm. And so, and so, because we we didn't just leave it at that, right? We were like, well, why would why would ugly win? They trusted ugly. They didn't trust slick and beautiful. How did you figure that out? Uh, we actually went back to people and and did surveys and exit pops and and asked people why they didn't buy, right? And <clears throat> because it's all about the user, it's not about what we think. Yeah. Now, on those surveys, are you speaking to people? Or are you using like a hot jar? How how are you getting that information? Yeah, they're pop up surveys. They're ex- they call them exit pops, and so they're they're popping up, and we're asking some questions. Obviously, getting people to self select a little bit. And so over time, we we made the the slick thing a little bit uglier, and we're able to finally, you know, win. But oh my God, that was a learning experience I will never forget. So who is the perfect client to work with you guys? So we've had clients that are multi-billion dollar corporations, and we've had clients that do a million dollars a year in revenue. Our perfect client is somewhere between $10 million a year and maybe a hundred to 200 million because we're dealing with the principles and they actually care about what we do. Under 10 million a year, sometimes it's hard for them to do the things that we tell them. We don't turn them away and we do give free advice, so that's fine. And over a couple hundred million, they're just no fun to work with because they're so bureaucratic and you give them a change and it takes them like six months to even agree to the change. It just makes you wanna bang your head against the wall. And how can an uh, interested listener, perfect or not, learn more about working with you? Well, um, it's really simple. They go to, you know, sitetuners.com and they can look at our website, read our case studies. uh, And if they want, they can speak with one of our conversion experts about their website. We're always happy to help. Well, this has been great. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up today? Well, I just wanted to thank you for for inviting me. I, I love your podcast and I really appreciate you know, you, uh, you taking the time to, to invite me. So thank Great. you. Thank you. Anna. Yeah, you're welcome. It's nice uh, to have you on Martin. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information on site tuners or connecting with Marty, you'll find the links in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our podcast resource center available at podcast.makeeachclickcount.com. We have compiled all our different past guests by show topic, and included each of their contact information in case you would like more information, any of the services I've discussed during previous episodes. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing. 